We're talking with Charles Flatman, and he is the executive vice president of the Schubert Organization. Mr. Flatman, welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So Broadway's famous court theater on West 48th Street, I know, was built oh over 100 years ago, built by a name for John Court. Uh, if you would, uh, tell us just a little bit about his history and about Mr. Court. Uh, sure. John Court was a theater producer and general manager. He mostly operated in the um, northwest of the United States, around Seattle and uh and, and Portland. He grew his business, and uh, like everybody else, when you grow your business, you come to New York City because that's the place where all the arts were happening. So he came to New York and in 1912 built the Court Theater on 48th Street. The Court is a beautiful old theater constructed by Thomas Lamb, who is a really spectacular theatrical architect. And the, the theater has been in place um, since that time, since 1912. It uh, was acquired by the Schubert Organization in 1927. That's how we got it. This has undergone a $47 million restoration and expansion project at the theater. And as you mentioned, now owned by the Schubert Organization. So what has happened there for theater goers who are looking forward to going? What will they find? So what we were able to do is acquire the property that is next door to the historic court theater. And from there, we built something that we call the annex. And in that annex, we have all sorts of modern amenities that people are looking for, starting with, of course, lots and lots and lots of restrooms on all levels of the theater. The court is uh, now, the James Earl Jones, is now uh, completely ADA compliant, which has always been a challenge in these um, uh, landmarked historical buildings. There's places for merchandise sales. There's bars. We have a rehearsal room. Um, so those are, those are things that are present to our guests, and we think that they'll really appreciate it. One of the things that came out of this uh, addition and restoration is that we improved the stage house tremendously. So actors and directors now enjoy dressing rooms that were squashed before, and now they have lots of room. And there's a lot of technical rigging things that couldn't be done in that theater and now can be done in that theater. Is this part of the theater industry series of reforms and commitments to ensuring equity, diversity, inclusion, and accessibility? We had made a commitment as the Schubert organization that when we had the next theater renaming, and we don't do that very often, the last one was 17 years ago, um, that the next theater would be named for a person of color. The rest of the industry rallied around that concept, uh, independent of us and together with us, and really determined that each of the three major theater owners would name at least one of their theaters after a person of color. So we did a, uh, uh, a search, wasn't much, we didn't have to search very far and wide. The name of James Earl Jones came up almost immediately as somebody who should be recognized with this great honor of having a Broadway theater named after him or her. So what's happening at the now James Earl Jones Theater, formerly the Court Theater? What uh, show or shows are taking place or planned there? Now we have the pleasure of handing it over to the first production. 
And the first production at the James Earl Jones Theater is going to be a play called Ohio State Murders. It's uh, by a playwright who is 92 years old named Adrian Kennedy. It was written um, 75 years ago, I believe, and it stars Audra McDonald. Um, very excited about this show. It's directed by Kenny Leon, who is one of the premier Broadway directors working in our space right now. So we're excited for that as the, as the first show launching in that theater. Has James Earl Jones actually been at the theater to see what has transpired there? In really one of the most moving moments in my career, we brought James Earl Jones. He is 92 years old. We brought him to the theater and we took him around and showed him really the beautiful and loving restoration of this building. Um, and then we had a very special moment. He um, came onto the stage, on the stage, looking out toward the house, but the curtain was down. And then slowly we raised the curtain to reveal this magnificent um, new building that he was able to see. And it's sort of beautiful murals in places that had been painted over over the years. And when he saw it, he started to applaud for the theater. And he said, oh, my goodness. Um, and then he told a, uh, a brief story. He sort of pulled himself up. If you could imagine James Earl Jones, you know, really um, with his adrenaline and that gift of that great body and voice. And he pulled himself up and told the story of Sunrise at Campobello, which is his first play in a Broadway theater. His first lines were spoken right there on that stage that he was uh, sitting in at uh, what was then the Court Theater, and that he had trouble getting those lines out because he was a stutterer as a young man and continues to be a stutterer now, and said that when he finally got his lines out, which is, supper is served, Mrs. Roosevelt, in 1957. He repeated that same line for um, for a year after that and very much found his voice. And that's the voice that we are blessed with uh, getting to hear and see over all these years. So it was very moving. It was really a, a wonderful moment with his family and uh, and friends around him. Well, thank you, Charles Fetterman, for telling that story and for being with the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.